0: Levac and Gaz live from the techies fire and water restoration studios. Kind of, kind of. My <laughs> house has gotten very close to that. Uh, yet again, um, as my buddy Zach from Fitzgerald uh, Handyman. He's uh he's up here just uh, redoing my bathroom, and he got like halfway through something today, and just all of a sudden he's in the kitchen, he starts getting rained on. So we almost had to have the guys come back <clears throat> do some work, <laughs> do some do some work around the house. Uh so uh, good times, good times, good times. Great oldies is what I like to say.
1: We can't um, get a picture of that for the visual audience. The the nice no.
0: rain from the cap. No, region. no, it wasn't no, like a okay. full. It wasn't like a full water fixture, but it, it definitely. Um, and it, like he's the best. He's over. Here, he's like, yeah, at least it happened. Now I didn't put the floor in yet. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. I'm glad you're positive about it. My house is on it. Like anybody who's ever been in my house knows that it's like it's unique in its own way, but like. Every worker that I've ever had come in here and go, uh, yeah, no, I can do it. Like um, my cable guy back in the day, Zach, when he first started working on the house, all these people, just, ah, you're fine, it's fine, fine. Like by the time they leave, they're like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with your house. <laughs> like I think like some kind of pagan goat god lives in your basement or something and is ruining everything. So. So yeah, so there it is. So here we are. So here we are. So I haven't been uh, in your house in Tuesday, months.
1: Happy Tuesday, everybody. Happy Tuesday. I think I'll stay it
0: that way. Well, <laughs> once you get once once you get the new bathroom, I'll have people over again because the old bathroom was so gross. It was just this pink and brown like vomit from the seventies, and I've I've always hated it. It's always embarrassed me. It's like the house. I, all in all, my house isn't a bad house, but that bathroom was inexcusable, and I just never had the cash to do it. Um, so what I did was. I leveraged my position at Tech East Fire and Water Restoration, had them come in and gut the bathroom, you know, a little employee discount. And then my buddy Zach, who's an amazing handyman, has been doing all the work on the house already, put the flooring in and all that stuff. I was like, now that it's gutted, you get to put the bathroom in. And he goes, I don't have to do the demo? I'm like, no. He goes, I'm there. So here we go. (laughs)
1: Uh, all right, is it bad or as good as the house is at this point, or where it'll improve? I've got some beef. I've got some beef with the Albany Empire. Got beef? My, my employer, the wonderful team. I, I got some issues over the last. You got issues, say, all right. I say last twelve hours. All right, okay. involved in the Empire. I, I want to make sure this report's true from Abby, the beat writer, covers the team, everything else. A lot happened. Did you see her tweet about players leaving the team and suspensions? I know some of this is covered in the coaches' show. I caught a little bit of the coaches show today. Uh, let's start with the players who are and are not on the team. Tiberius Lampkin's gone. Is that what the reports out there's true? Is that is that
0: is that a report I've seen? I haven't seen. I don't know. Okay. I, All I, right. I, no. Uh, no. Uh, uh, yes. Actually, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's uh, he, he's one of the salt of the earth, good people that you'll ever meet in your life. I, I love. I love Lampkin. I love Lamp. Um, and it just, it was. It, he needed. He needed to go back to his family. So that's what he's doing. He's going back to his family. He's a phenomenal running back. He's. You saw him get better and better at linebacker. Um, but we have. I you know I, I can't speak to the whole thing, but I just I I have nothing but good things to say about Tiberius Lambkin. And uh, yeah, he's no longer on the Albany Empire.
1: Mark Roscoe has been activated from the IR. I know there was talk of maybe potentially he could go in the most recent home game, but he is now likely going to be kicking this weekend against San Antonio.
0: No, he'll be kicking uh, the next home game. Okay, so okay, he's activated. So he's he's um he's completing his his uh his workout. I I mean I, I guess there's still a chance that he would kick this week, but I I I would say that expect him for July 16th would Is that be my bet? Is that decision anywhere
1: in the factor of? Derek Vaca being featured in one of the most recent CBS 6's Upstate Sports Edge pieces. Is that why he's playing longer? Where he's being uh, teased as the most popular athlete in the capital region with one of our new features? Does that have anything to do with it?
0: I don't know. What is, what is a CBS 6? What is this? What is, I've never heard of this. <laughs> there's the first um, All right, there's my no, first blog. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> Marco uh, Roscoe's Mark our kicker. You know, he's he's he got hurt pretty bad, and he tried to play through it. Didn't exactly work out the way he would have liked, and if he could have, if he could have kept playing, he would have. Uh, so, you know, Vaca came in, you know, basically off the couch and saved us. So he'll kick until Mark's ready, and then Mark will take his job back.
1: All right. Uh, what about the suspensions? I'm ticked off because I think they're complete garbage. At least how it's been worded, that the suspensions are indefinite. So I, yeah, I believe that's I a, that's a joke. joke.
0: That's that's okay. a that's a mistake. I, in my okay. opinion, that's a mistake. There's there's um. Yeah. man, this sucks. Uh, I hate being Jeff. you want, do you want? No, 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 want, screw it. I don't I care. Gonna, Remember, I, I, gonna, I, I gonna, can use the vacation. Hopefully I get suspended. No, um, I was just going to add no, context there's just, there's of what just, happened in the game. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. Do that. And then I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I think.
1: For those who missed the game, there was a play involving Brandon C. C., say and Nick Hague. uh behind the play. Now our replay crew, our production crew is great. Oh my God. Because boss, where,
0: myriad myriad is, yeah, is amazing.
1: Just because of where the camera was moving, they were not watching the play behind. So I, Andrew Santillo, I'm going to blame him a little bit on this. Yeah, might always right.
0: Santillo. He's fun to blame.
1: There was a hit behind the play that he believes was Nick Haig. I thought it was Brandon Cissé because Cissé was quick to the official. Cissé had a back and forth to the official. Then the Columbus Lions got involved. He was ejected from the game later on for a second personal foul, and he left the game. Nick Haig had a personal foul already out there, and with about a minute to go, he's chirping. He's still intense, as more times on the clock. And he must have just said the magical words. We'll use a baseball comparison here where Hague is behind the official and the flag just goes up in the air like he was getting tossed out of a baseball game from the dugout. And he gets a second personal. Now, we had fun on the broadcast because we started joking around that he was Bobby Valentine because he wouldn't get off the field. Even though there was a minute left, he didn't go back to the locker room and he didn't – I don't know how much of a factor that played in this, but – Nick didn't know so he was, Nick didn't know he was kicked out. Okay, I'm glad you followed that up with that because – Hearing that these guys are both indefinitely suspended, I didn't see a punch get thrown. I didn't see somebody use a weapon as a helmet. Uh yeah, you know, like there, there so, could have been so many other things to get a suspension, but it looked like these guys just got tossed out of a game, a game they're winning, by the
0: way. So hearing that report, it's like something's not mentioned up here. It is not an indefinite suspension. Okay, it is a one-game suspension. Um, I think that the league, so like there's league policies that are that are being reworked and looked at almost every day because there's so much new blood in the league. But I believe what they do is they do the indefinite suspension right off the rip, just in case there's an appeal or, or new information comes out rather than say, Hey, it's a one game suspension right away, which is what you look, you get two personal fouls, you get kicked out of a game. That's all there is to it. And on top of that, you get, you get the game suspension, you know, nine times out of 10, unless something happens where, where it looks like you didn't deserve any of the suspension. Um, what sucks for Nick is it was what a minute left in the game, you know, like, it and, and, you know, Nick Hague, there's not a more passionate fiery person in the world of sports than Nick Hague. So he, yeah, I, I don't, I wasn't right there. I mean, as a matter of fact, I was watching from here, my secret layer. Um, and you know, he, he gets fired up and, and he says, he says stuff you're probably not supposed to say. We don't know anyone like that. Um, I thought that the ref, I thought the officiating crew on Sunday was the best officiating that we've seen in the NAL all season. So, yes. for them to decide that that the way to stop, because all right, let's 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 forget which side Brandon C. and Nick Hager on, because I love my guys. I go to war for my guys. Um, Coach Manas was on the phone with the commissioner all morning trying to like, are we sure this is what we have to do? Are we sure we have to do it this way? Um, but. You saw it. That game was was dangerously close to getting out of hand. It was dangerously close to Columbus and Albany fighting. So I think, for you know this the time that you needed to make a statement, the guys who were standing up were our guys. Um, it sucks. I, I don't disagree that they that they they should have hit the showers, um, but I do. I hate the suspension. Ob- obviously, I hate the suspension, but. You know, if my guys, if my guys like clotheslined somebody WWE style and brought out a two by four, like Jim Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, I'd still hate the suspensions. But I, I think that that officiating crew did what they needed to do to keep order. And now there's repercussions that go on top of that. And it'll be that these two guys don't get to make this trip to San Antonio.
1: And it sucks because of how good San Antonio's playing as well. Like this is a playoff potential shifting suspension by both of these players because they've been. So good for the team to not have those guys out in the lineup. That is at the top of the storylines for the NAL this upcoming weekend and how that shakes out because the Empire come off a huge win against Columbus. Like It's a battle for second place. Potentially could decide who gets a home playoff game and flip it to San Antonio to not have those guys. That really sucks. That's awful. Uh, I also want to add another thing here just in case people missed – the game on center. You'd mentioned that you were watching the game from there. You did not get thrown out of the game. You were sick.
0: No, just, no. Uh, that Ryan, got confusing. <laughs> Ryan, Heliff, who's our, uh, who's our director of uh, corporate partnerships. He um he's, he's dubbed Sunday's game, the levac flu game. If you hear, I still don't have my voice all the way back. I it was, I don't know. I think it was allergies or whatever. Like I took a COVID test in the morning. I did all those things. Cause I, I just, I felt awful. Like I felt it in my sinuses. My stomach was doing backflips. And um I just had that post nasal drip every time like I moved, like if I if somebody was like over here and I, I oh yeah, I'm like, oh, like whatever. So uh probably second quarter, second quarter on until the apex relay race. Every time I was on the field, I went in the back and threw up in a garbage can.
1: <sighs>
0: and it was just it was phlegm. Um nobody's eating right now. If you are, I'm sorry. It looked like I was throwing up straight oysters, it was disgusting. Like, and I don't eat oysters. But the weirdest thing about it was, God bless the MVP security people. They ran and got me. They saw me come off the field, and I was green. And, uh, and Jeff, who's one of the security guards, we call, we to call him Vef. Um, he he was like, get LeVac a garbage can right now. And I'm like, dude, that's my guy. Um, no one's around. I'm in the back. I, you know, just like bowling, bend down, throw up. I look up, there's like 30, like the entire Empress crew is around me all this other stuff. And I'm just like, I'm not like a street magician, like get the fuck out of here <laughs> or, or, or put money in my hat. Like one of the two. And like, so that happened like three, four times, three times it happened four, it almost, it was almost a fourth. And, um, after the halftime, my quarter looked at me and went, why are you still here? And I was like, uh, well, I went to handle the microphone and he like re- repelled like a, like a vampire with a cross. Like, <laughs> um, and I went, there's, there's, I go. I gotta. I gotta do what I gotta do. And um, CP's like, there's one more thing, and then he's gotta leave. So I did the apex relay race, and then Mike told me I had two choices: I could go home and rest, or he could beat my ass, drag me out of the MVP <laughs> arena, and I would and I would get rest that way. And um, I went home.
1: You <laughs> chose home.
0: <laughs> I didn't want to hurt. I didn't want to hurt the big ball bastard. I didn't want him. You know, listen, I'm pretty spry for a fat guy. As, as God's like say, I'm country strong. I didn't want to hurt him. I didn't want to hurt him. <laughs> I didn't throw I up have, on him that insult to injury. That would have been terrible. I would have found it entertaining if
1: you were sick and then threw up during the halftime. I kept telling everybody, I'm like, this
0: is the time we make SportsCenter. This is it. Like, this, this is similar. when we do. Like, I, I was really hoping it was going to be during the proposal. Um, oh,
1: I got a question about the proposal. I know. Actually, I you're not Gross. the only
0: one because Tommy Gross is in here, too. I just wanted one thing. How did you pull the wedding proposal? Uh, how did you pull the wedding proposal on Sunday? That was uh, great, along with getting the W and the banner drops. Um, the CP, uh, Caroline Perry, she, she said all the entire thing. And then I just got to go out and and be cool and hang out with, uh, with our, our amazing season ticket holders.
1: You guys faked it out. Like it was going to be a relay race. And then the guy didn't have the blindfold on. Uh, do we know the names of the now happily engaged couple?
0: Uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was, I think I want to say it was Jamie and Melanie. I know it was Jamie. My notes are somewhere around here. Um, yeah. And, um, just, yeah, just good people. I was talking for a little bit and I was like prepping them right so so you know cuz you and I used to do the on field stuff we were that was our job we both did it <clears throat> so i'm sitting there and we're telling them it's going to be a dizzy it's a special season ticket holder promotion um it was going to be like a dizzy bat well we were doing it just it was just they were out of a random draw of season ticket holders it was that they were the ones selected so we're going to spin you 10 times and you're going to run so i looked at i looked at them both and like i know what's going on he knows what's going on she has no idea what's going on and I go, I just want to give you guys a heads up. I have found that nine times out of ten, the people who take a second and gather themselves before they start running after being spun are the ones who win. Because in my mind, he's going to be on one knee in front of her. She's going to take off like a shot and just like <laughs> annihilate, like knee to the grill, blood everywhere, nose splattered. So sure enough, we take her, her blindfold off and she had that like rabbit look, like she was about to go. And I was like, look down. And I didn't even have to, cause she like, you saw her eyes lit up and then like, she, she took a while to react. And I'm sitting there going, I was joking all day. Cause you guys, I'm a dick. I'm like, I hope she says no. I hope she says no. I hope she says no. I hope they get married and they live happily ever after later on in life. But I hope she, I hope she says no. I think it'll be hysterical," if she says. "No," and then I'm going to throw up on the field. Um, and there was a point where she's standing there just looking at him, and I'm like, "Oh my God, she hasn't taken the ring yet. She's going to say no." And now I feel terrible because I I I spoke this into reality in my mind, and sure enough, she like he puts the ring on her finger. and I'm like, "Oh my god!" And then Harold, love, and our and uh, Cornelius, Luce and all of our big guys come over and start hugging them. I'm like, every every good every good proposal has to end with a lot of love. Um, I love our guys, man, that they went in and hugged them and they, they they were a part of that. That was awesome. So um very excited. And I might offer my service. They might be the third couple I ever marry if they're if they're interested. Oh. Uh, you know, Minister Jeff might might jump in the game and uh, I'll, I'll marry them. Hit them up, Jamie.
1: Make it happen. Have it being very expensive. Have the empire. Very expensive. Yes. All right.
0: I'm going to need a room uh, and an open bar.
1: Those guys were the Empire were a part of that big hug at the end of there. Also, we we're a part of the dance competition with the kids. Those guys were cracking me up during the oh game. God, they're so, so good. funny.
0: Did you see when Hollis broke out the dance and all the guys danced with him after the one interception? Yes. So <laughs> we're sitting there, we're talking about it, like, what how did you guys figure that out? And apparently they just walked up to Hollis and they went, What, what dance are we doing? And Hollis is like, Love don't cost a thing. And he breaks out the movie. If you go watch it, um CP did it for us. If you go to our social media, it's it's from a Nick. Nick Cannon movie called Love Don't Cost a Thing, where he does this stupid dance and then everybody's doing it with him. And they broke that out. Like, where do you pull that from, Hollis? Like, where does that? Like, uh, I mean, I, I just, I love our guys this year. We have, we have an amazing group. Amazing. He's group. so good.
1: And he's gotten so much. He's improved every game. He likes the conditions. He should. He definitely should. Uh, the last thing I have for you for the Empire, because I know you and I got a, uh, a show coming up on the weekend. We'll talk more about the match and everything uh travel situation this is the first trip to san antonio right second, anything different? second remember okay, thank there. you that's right uh there. nothing's changing same style leaving the same day i know it's i mentioned because uh, it's technically semi july fourth weekend so i don't know and the world is uh, weird right
0: now no well just a minor difference is like last time we had to we traveled we, we took the bus to another airport we're coming out of albany flying out of albany and we're flying back in albany so uh trying to make it as easy on the guys as possible my quarter has, I mean, listen, you know, his daughter, I lovingly call her 2.0 because she's Mike 2.0. Um, that poor child is going to be broke because Mike's spending every penny he's going to have and every penny he would have potentially left for her. So, the you know, the guys will get there Friday and, um, and hopefully. So our newest – the newest member of the team uh, we just announced today about, you know, less than an hour ago – about an hour ago uh, – Jay Rich is back. So Coach oh Jeremy Lord. Richardson <laughs> – is now back on the field. He's gonna since Nick Hague's not gonna travel, Jay Rich. We signed him today as a player, he's gonna play linebacker. And we both know he can play fullback too. Um, so he he's gonna add to the team. But he the Sam Castanova and, and Marco Wade were on the show today too. And they said that uh that Jay Rich told everybody we started their win streak down in San Antonio, it's up to us to stop it. So now he gets to go out there and, and he told them that when he was just the coach. Now he's the coach and he's playing. So, and we both know that guy's intense. He is, he's one of the best guys out there. Wait a second, wait a second, wait, I got to clear that up there. So it's
1: not a one day contract. Like this is, he's going to be a player for the, or is that not a you question? Is that a coach Manos question?
0: No, well, we talked about it. I mean, feel free to go check out the coaches show live from Sea Smoke Waterfront and Grill on Starbuck Island. Um, and of course our season long sponsor, Standard Heating, Cooling and Insulating. Uh, they don't charge for crappy little visits. They come out and they help you out. Um, <laughs> It, basically, as of this moment, Jay Rich is playing this week. Now, if everybody's back and everybody's healthy and whatever, and he, and he's more valuable in the polo on the sideline being the coach, that's what he's going to do. So, you know, you hear about these, like, five-tool players. Jay Rich is a three-tool coach. He can coach, he can tackle, and he can run the rock. So and he's in amazing shape. I'm a little worried he's too small. I dude, my dude is lean, mm. like he is in he is in phenomenal shape because he was big. Like you think about it when he played linebacker, I want to say he played linebacker at like 230. He ran the ball at like 215, 20. He's probably like 195, 200 right now. He's in amazing shape. Like that dude, that dude looks in a bolo the way my I mentally look in a bolo until I see a picture of myself. That's that's what that dude looks like.
1: Also, he's right. in the hype
0: video because how good he looks in a polo. Like, that's it. No dreadlocks, though, as our guy Ryan McCarthy points out. That's going to yeah. be a little weird. I almost brought that up to him, but, I like, Jay Rich is is the kind of guy that I almost wonder if that would bother him. You know what I mean? Like, because he, he was very – he loved his hair. He was very proud of his hair. He took that off because when he decided to, you know, change the chapter from player to coach, he wanted to look just that next level more professional. And now he's going back out there. He looks good, though. He's just a good looking dude. I hate how good looking he is. I hate, I hate him. I hate that I love him. He's my boy. But no, he's, he's, um, think about it. It's one less thing you can, if he does decide, if like shorts is running the ball so well and is running the ball so well, I don't know, I don't know how much he'll have to run the ball. Um, but if he does, it's one less thing you can grab to tackle him. That hair's not there no more, kids. Kickoff set for Saturday,
1: eight o'clock Eastern. In San Antonio, eight o'clock right, Eastern for that kickoff. Seven o'clock
0: Central, right. which is eight o'clock Eastern. And it's very annoying.
1: Let, let's let give some love to our friends over at Mohawk Honda. It is the summer. You're looking to trade in your vehicle. They're going to buy your They're vehicle. They want your car. How about this? You can oh. trade back your vehicle and get the price you paid for it at Mohawk Honda, Glenville, New York. Check out their website. Make an appointment today with the great people over there. Shout out to Greg Johnson and Lindsay Heron. Cam McKenna, Brian McKenna, there's so many great people over there. VIP man Morales, we're going to run through the list. John Lucas, man, I love everybody over at Mohawk Honda. And maybe you've got to head into a collision center at some point, whether it be Mohawk Honda or Mohawk Chevrolet. Levesque, is the vehicle in the collision center yet?
0: No, it's going to go in when I go uh, after the season. I'm going down to visit my nephew and his wife, and uh, I'm dropping it off the day before I take off. It's only supposed to be like three or four days for mine. But um, I just don't want them to rush. Like I love my truck so much, and I trust the collision center so much. Um, I don't know what the hell three stage paint is, but I have it, and it's gonna take it's gonna take some time.
1: I'm convinced that I'm gonna constantly forget when your car's going in, so don't be shocked if throughout the summer I ask LeVec, "Where's your vehicle?" Because that would be me. I would forget
0: I dropped it off there, or I just like that's. Well, that's a, that's a, that's the beauty of it too. Like they were they're so backed up. They were gonna because of it, they were gonna get it in, they were gonna do the work and whatever. Um, I could have dropped it off, I think like this next week. I think I would have be able to get it in. And there's no like the first thing they tell you, right? They go and they look at it and they go, Okay, where we are, no exposed metal. So you don't have to worry about rust, it's not gonna get any worse. I'm like, Can I wash it? Yes. Um, and then I go, Well, what if I bring it in then? Like a month, two months from now. They're like, That's fine. That's actually thank you. <laughs> so uh it's it's great when you got when you can go ask those questions, like. Because if, if it was metal exposed, well then I got to get it in because with the rain and the wash and whatever, it could rust, and then I got to deal with something worse. Ask the right questions, get the right answers. They're there to help. Mohawkanda,
1: where they always go out of their way to please you. That's a nice thing. <laughs> For our visual it's audience, was just true. chucking something. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, it's I been, it's a, a been a day. I don't have a voice, so I get to drink, I think. Yeah, that's um, fair. Uh, did you see the walk-off home run by Aaron Judge? And what happened following this? Have you heard the little controversy around this now with Big Ninety Nine?
0: What is the no? I don't. I saw the. I, I've seen the two walk offs. I mean, you, you think about it. Like he, he beat he beat the Astros two or four times. You know, he had a, he had the. Uh, I, I gave up on both those games. I feel like such a loser. I really do. Um, but he's he's just he's he's playing better baseball than anyone anyone in Major League Baseball. To sum it, it up, said, Meredith Morakovic had a post her. Uh, game interview with
1: him and by the way it felt really long she had like six questions on the field and i thought the old rule is you get i'll two. answer whatever she asks right <laughs> the last one was something i'm paraphrasing here something along the lines of like what gives you confidence to perform in that spot deep in the game something like that yeah and he said that's what you're supposed to do when you're the best player on the team and some people looked at that comment as a direct shot to the arbitration situation going on with the yankees saying that like hey I should be paid as the best player on the team because I'm playing like the best player on the team. It feels like it's the first time Aaron Judge maybe in his entire career has ever shown, I guess described we'll describe it as an attitude, but I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah.
0: Well, here, here's here's the deal, right? So you say the first – remember he – um in Boston, when they won the playoff game in Boston, he walked out with the boom box playing in New York and everything. Um, that backfired on him, and he kind of quieted down. If you're going to be – the The captain, which you would assume that's what, you know, part of this whole thing would end up being if he's going to get the money that he wants, you've got to have that swagger. Like Jeter never said it, but Jeter lived it. Like when you, when you heard Jeter talk, the rare times he spoke, there was never a moment where Jeter spoke and you were like, Oh, that guy doesn't think he's the best player on the team. No, Derek Jeter, when Jer- Derek Jeter spoke, Derek Jeter was like, no, I'm the best. I am. That's why wouldn't I be? <laughs> that's what I do. Judge is playing better than anyone in baseball. Judge is the best player on the Yankees. And for him to say something like that, it takes – you've got to take that one of two ways as his teammates, right? One is, that's my guy. I can count on him. Two is, screw that guy. I'm better than him. Now prove it. Like, I don't see any reason that's not great. I don't think – and by the way, as far as the arbitration thing goes, it's bullshit. I'm so pissed off about how the arbitration went. Oh, let's split the difference. No, give him the twenty-one million. You freaking losers. Oh well, we'll give you. We'll split it. We'll give you. We'll give you nineteen, and you get two hundred fifty thousand dollars if you're MVP, and two another two hundred fifty thousand dollars if you're World Series MVP. Those kind of things make me wonder if Buster's like Buster only when he says that he's not going to be a Yankee next year. He's probably right because if I'm Judge, I'm looking at that crap going. You know what? Hometown discount, whatever. Out the door, buddy. It felt so obvious that
1: like 19 was going to be that number, but like you just pointed out, why should it be? Like, why should I? I've comp. This is Aaron Judge, like, we're you know, analyzing what might be said. Why would I compromise? Because I've had to compromise constantly throughout my career, right. and now the moment where I don't have to compromise, I'm not going to. As you mentioned, the hometown discount should never exist in professional sports. Hell, it shouldn't exist in any type of business. Like, if you got an opportunity to stay at a job and you're performing, you should. Get what you deserve and get what you get
0: paid. Like, I but Tom get- Brady, but Tom Brady made it cool. Tom Brady made it cool to do the hometown discount because they, they, they should have spent more money around him. But like, to, to know that there's a certain amount of money, like, even in baseball, like, no, only Steve Cohen's going to spend the money that, that everybody wants the Yankees to spend. You gotta, you, you, sometimes you gotta leave a little on the table, but like, not if they're going to treat you the way they're treating him. Screw that. Give me I all the mean-
1: money. Exactly right. And I love the answer because like when Meredith is asking that question, that's fine to give an answer that you've got self-confidence that you can perform because any athlete, and again, we'll cross over to like even post-athletics. If you're working in your job and you think you're good at your job, great. Like you should, like if you've performed to that level, like, hey, I think I'm the best at what I do and I can back it up. And especially when you're asking them moments after they were put in a setting where I get to back it up, and I just proved it. Hell, yeah, you should stick your chest out a little bit and say And if that is a motivating chip on the shoulder, whatever type of thing that this contract is hanging over his head and gets to prove people wrong every single day, whatever motivates you because that's working. And if you get to say, I'm the best player on the team, and that's firing you up every single game, keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it, keep yeah. doing it. to the point where, like you said, though, like uh, if Yankee
0: fans would still like him back, so don't you know, don't use I'm too sorry. much. But- right. <laughs> Right. But, but here's here's the thing. The difference, in my opinion, the difference between arrogance and confidence is your ability to do the things you say you're going to do. You sound arrogant when you say you're the best and you're not. Or you say you're the best and you don't help other people get better. When you are the best and you say you're the best and you're a team player, everybody on that roster loves him, well, then you're just confident. That's all it is. He, and And for a fan base and even non-fans who have always said, oh, man, I wonder how good he could be if he was healthy. Okay, he's showing you. He's showing you how good he could be if he was healthy. And if he had, if he had 60 home runs this year, which he's what, on pace for 63 or something like that, 62, 63? Yeah. If he had 60 home runs this year, finishes the season in a World Series, and you think you're getting away for less than Mike Trout money, who he's just – annihilating right now on who's the better baseball player? You're out of your freaking mind. You're out of your freaking mind. And guess what? If you get in a situation where you end up giving him an 8, 9, 10 year deal and for 5 years he's this and then 5 years he's okay, good. You paid him for the, the freaking 7 years before that that he didn't make a dime to, to sell tickets for you all the time be the face of baseball. The only thing that, that I feel Judge has done wrong is marry the crazy drunk chick who is that my friends? That's the only thing I think he's done wrong. And I think he's gonna pay for that at some point. But I hope I hope not. And there's a support group here, it's called All of Us. We'll help you through it, Judge.
1: Ryan, Ryan thinks that Judge should start to turn heel. Like this should be a promo after
0: every game where he just embraces the dark side. I don't hate it. I don't <laughs> hate it. Well, because here's the thing: like, like what's there's there's two people when it comes to the Yankees, right? There's Yankee fan. Actually, there's, I, let me it, there's three people when it comes to Yankee fan. There's Yankee fan who loves us no matter what we do, blah, 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 blah. There's Yankee fan who hates you no matter what you do, blah, blah, blah. And then there's everyone else who hates you no matter what you do. As a Yankee fan who loves the Yankees, I always root for them. They piss me off sometimes, whatever. I'm fine with them being more hated. I think it's hysterical. I'll laugh my ass off. As the Yankee fans who hate, hate everybody no matter what, screw them. Who cares? They're freaking assholes. But as the other, as everybody else who hated me more, oh my god, this must watch TV. I'm in play. He's got to start coming out to the Imperial March, like Vader's music, <laughs> like go all in if that's what he wants to do. Do it, do it. No more Mister Nice Guy. Seven feet tall, number ninety nine from somewhere in Ass Crack, California. Boom, boom, boom. He comes out and just somebody like he makes all like. All the guys who, who used to be there that we all love, like, you know, uh, Dede Gregorius and and, and Torres, they come out and they pull the cape off his shoulders and he hits. <laughs> oh, I'm in. Let's do it. I'm all about it. Let's go. I like how you <laughs> have that
1: mindset for, like, the healer role. I don't know why my mind keeps going to, like, White Goodman from Dodgeball, Ben Stiller's character, where, like, <laughs> Judge is going to grow out one of those mustaches. We're better than you, and we know it.
0: Well, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I want him to go. Actually, I want him to go uh, Kenny Powers from Eastbound and Down. I want to like hit a home run and then point to the wall. I'm like, you're effing out of here! Like, like, ah. Uh, uh. And if you haven't watched Eastbound and Down, at least the first two seasons, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. It's I lost track later, but the first season's amazing. The first season Working of these show, I should call it. I feel like the podcast audience
1: never got the stick from you and I. And I think we both agree on it still. The first season of Eastbound and Down was so oh good; it got so just good. three seasons after. Like the other seasons, yeah. But the first season
0: just basically like oh it, it, in it,
1: modern times it'd just be like let's give you a four season run because of how good that just
0: was you're you're selling it short it got three more seasons some stupid show called vice principles and righteous gemstones like it was so good that it was like you're like danny Gubry walking and go i want to make this and they were like yes just please yell you're effing out all the time please you' you got it
1: Danny McBride, I almost forget his name sometimes because I just feel like yeah. he is Kenny Powers. Like I don't even know if there's a difference between those two. He's guys. never
0: had a better role. He's never no. even as as good as he is as the in uh This is the end, um, a bunch. I mean, he's funny. Dude is straight funny, but Kenny Powers is like again, Heath Hembry is Ken, Kenny Powers, but he's just not as good. Um, it's dude, that's that show is phenomenal.
1: No. This is the end of becoming a call class. That scene where he's sitting there at the kitchen table eating cereal when they're, oh, God, it's so <laughs> well, that, good.
0: Well, how about when, uh, it's long enough, I can say it. How about when Channing Tatum is dry humping his leg? Come on, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. It's a great show.
1: You say Corey Greenwich wrote in.
0: Hi, guys. Is it, today his birthday?
1: Uh, yesterday was his yesterday birthday. Yesterday was his birthday. Of course, I, I left Corey a message. Happy birthday. Corey, congrats. He did it. Immediately yeah. wrote back. Thanks, Gazi. What did I do? I
0: I told him he's a legend. That's what he is. He's a legend. He's uh he's 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 on radio more than either one of us nowadays. So you know, I I You're like really that lucky. like Dory and Mel are like two of the nicest guys in the history of the universe. And then when they hear Corey's voice, you can you can almost hear him go, oh great. Here we go. Here it comes again. <laughs> All right. He loves Mel Kuyper. Corey loves him. Here comes this. Uh tell me who the 17 best quarterbacks in the league are. Great. All right. Fantastic. SeatGeek.com. SeatGeek. I would let
1: SeatGeek.com start tickets to Corey's farm. Over $50 your first purchase. You get $20 off using the promo code GOZ. G-O-Z. SeatGeek.com. Again, S-E-A-T-G-E-E-K.com. SeatGeek.com, your spot for concerts, for sporting events across upstate New York, and more if you're looking to buy your tickets now. It's the time to do it this summer. $20 $20 off your purchase first time with over $50. Buy a bunch of tickets. $20 off if you use the promo code GOZ. G O Z at seatgeek.com, whatever it is, whether it's SPAC, the MVP Arena, the JMA Wireless Dome. That's still so weird to talk about in Syracuse. Wherever it is, the odd in Utica, you're looking for tickets and shows and more. G O Z is the promo code at seatgeek.com this summer. And we're going to try to add Corey's Farm. You can buy tickets to that using the promo code GOZ.
0: Ooh, you may never get to leave, but you have to go to Corey's farm. It's very cool. <laughs> actually, bar- I, I need to go shopping anyway. Maybe I'll just give Corey money and have him bring me like, actually not bring me, meet me somewhere and just, you know, I wonder, like, can you meet? Yes. Um, LeVac and Gaz the cows. Will you eat LeVac and Gaz when they are finally put out the pasture, so to speak?
1: I feel like I'd rather eat myself than you.
0: You don't want a big old hunk of vac in your mouth. I feel like <laughs>
1: I feel like it's cannibalism.
0: It's a, how, how, <laughs> great of, how great of an advertising campaign is that? You will miss them on your radio. How would you like them in your mouth? Mm. Hunks of vac. Wow. Corey's farm. You want them in your mouth? Now you get it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: a mouthful of vac. My colleagues at CVS six are looking at them. What's the new sports guy doing? What's he talking about in there with these Who's dudes? like
0: who's around yeah. you right now? Like who's
1: nobody? They all got the doors closed,
0: rightfully so. Bunch of nerds. Bunch of nerds. I don't even know who works over there anymore. Who's this staff that you work with? It's C- all right. So guys, can we so guys is on the upstate sports edge now? That's your are you like the main guy on that now? Is that your mm-hmm. that your thing?
1: If there's one, uh that would make me
0: <laughs> Yeah. So, well, no, I'm just saying it's like it's not like it's not like like, when we first started going on the show, it was Kelly O'Donnell. Yes. Then it was uh, your girl, Brittany. Mm-hmm. Devane or whatever her name is now, McHatton or whatever the hell her name is. She's got, like, six names.
1: Jason Lewis, Chad Davis, Gardner-Royce. They've all been in there. Yeah, address, right? but,
0: like, there was always, like, a main. Like, there was Kelly O'Donnell, there was Brittany, there was boom, boom, boom. Um, and we would go on, and, like, there was people who would do feature pieces that would go on there. i like, but you're the main now. So, like, you can, like, if you decide that you want to have Jeff LeVac on a show, you have Jeff LeVac on a show. Yes. Oh, cool all right, good for you, buddy. Good it, for was,
1: you. It, it was funny though. This I'll say. Hopefully, she's listening. This girl, Natalie, walked by. So I'm just doing my digital stuff. She goes like, "So what? Are you gonna do like digital? Are you gonna be on air?" I'm like, "Uh, that's not my call. I just got <laughs> to, like I don't decide." She's like, "I don't decide those either." And then walked away.
0: <laughs> I'm mean, I make content, and wherever it goes, it goes for real. Um. So wait, when is the when is the first Upstate Sports Edge gonna air? Uh. Well, interesting question. The <laughs>
1: The form in which people are used to the show airing, so like it used to be a half hour TV show, that's probably not what you're going to get. You're more than likely going to get like the Upstate Sports Edge as more digital content, like interviews with the logo and stuff like that. So it's, I would find it very unlikely you're going to get a five day a week, half hour show again. That's not going to happen.
0: Uh, Corey wants to know we're adding a cor- call in line to the podcast. No, I got to buy, I'd have to buy a burner phone. I could do it, but like the thought of Corey having my cell phone is cringeworthy. I love Corey. I love Corey. Like, I think there is not a better person on the planet than, than Corey Darfler from Darfler Farms, Mr. Corey from Greenwich. He's, like, the nicest guy. But the thought of him being able to wake up at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning and go, Hey, LeVac, who's the far best quarterbacks that are left-handed in the history of mankind? And that, like, I would – I no, no, can't do it, can't do it. Um, I'm excited uh, about the
1: SD Sports Edge. I am. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks, dude. I'm excited to see where it goes as well. I think
0: it'll be pretty, pretty cool. Are you excited that Kyrie Irving's back as a New York athlete? No, because you know what, dude? This everybody's like, oh, he's back in Brooklyn. Everything's fine. No, no, he opts into cash kind of thing. Like, that's what it is. Like, he's not he's not done, and, and he's just a jackass. He's an absolute 100% jack. Like, the fact that people I know. I believed we're intelligent Knicks fans. We're like, yeah, no, we need him. Uh, it boggles my mind. Like, like that's like being a neighbor to like, so you got a neighbor who has a really hot chick who's his wife. You know she's a hoe. You know she's flaunt. She's like everybody's everybody's doing a little of that. You know what I'm saying? Get a little something. And that, that's going on. And then that just falls apart. He's like he loses a ball in the divorce. Like she gets half of everything. And then you go, but I think it would work here. I think it would be, I think as a Nick, it would be okay. Like there's not, there's not a way, there's not, there's not a, no, no, Kyrie as a Nick would mean I do not watch the NBA for a full year. Like I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't. He's, he's, he is NBA cancer. There's one team he should go to. There's one team where he might work, and that's, that's wherever LeBron is. So the Lakers. But, like, no, he sucks, man. I, I He's so talented, and he doesn't care. drives me insane.
1: Laker fans were devastated. I couldn't believe it. I'm, I'm watching yeah. social media light up after he decides to not go to the Lakers, and then people are getting, like, these funny gifs and memes of, like, LeBron crying instead of the crying Jordan meme. It was the crying LeBron meme. I'm like, that's actually pretty creative. That's pretty good. <laughs> I don't know if LeBron's that devastated that he's not going. I know the Lakers were terrible. Anthony Davis also wasn't playing. Anthony Davis also said that he hasn't shot a basketball since April, and so you're like – That's not good either. But yeah, I I don't, I'm thinking back on this. I have to, I guess, apologize now because I gave a lifeline the last time you and I spoke to Kyrie. I'm like, maybe he's changed. Maybe he's a different person. Uh, Our old intern, Kevin Sweeney, saw this quote from Shams and he used that old quote from uh, Blades of Glory. I don't know what it means, but it gets the people going. It's provocative about Kyrie saying this about re-upping for the Brooklyn Nets quote. Normal people keep the world going. But those who dare to be different lead us into tomorrow. I've made yeah. my decision to opt in. See you in the fall. A eleven
0: even, dude. So what this the hell is, does that mean? <clears throat> first of all, stop trying to make sense out of crazy people. <laughs> like, you know, like um, was it Mark Mark Twain? Never argue with a crazy person. Uh, onlookers may not be able to tell the difference of who's who, right? This it is it is it is always hysterical to me. When people are like, oh, he opted in, and he wants to be there. Like Russell Westbrook opts into 40 semi million dollars. No, I don't give a crap where I am. You think I'm leaving 40 semi million dollars on the table? F you. Pay me. Kyrie is going to do what it has to do to, to make his money. And he might play, dude. He might play a bunch this year. He might actually play because there is there is, it's hard to believe there's a scenario where he and Kevin Durant healthy. Aren't a contender for the Eastern Conference Championship. It, it's just it just doesn't. That's you're silly if you don't think they can win it. But he's such a jackass. It could easily, like Durant, could one day just flippantly go, "Dude, the Earth is as round as your mom's ass," and he'd be done for the rest of the year. He'd be like, no, never play it again." <laughs> oh, because he insulted your mom. No, the Earth's flat. Like he's no, screw that guy, dude. He's he is he is. Skip Bayless's funniest line about T.O. was team obliterator. A team obliterator. I can't even say it. You know what it is. Um, is, Kyrie's better. Kyrie is a a destroyer. He's a destroyer of worlds.
1: We have still yet to see the game where Durant, Kyrie, and Ben Simmons are on the floor together. That still hasn't happened yet. I know it was supposed to be James Harden. That actually did happen a few times. I think it was less than 30. But we will get, at one point, Durant and Simmons and
0: Kyrie. The, oh, that quote needs to be a who said this quote in bar trivia questions. All right. <laughs> Your quote my or my quote? Yeah, the, I think the, the it's Mar- Mark Wayne Twain's. I think it's the Twain's. Samuel Clemens, if you will.
1: Uh, with Kyrie opting back, in, uh, by the way, you mentioned a lot of contracts that had, uh, a lot of guys opted in. John Wall finally got a buyout with the Houston Rockets. He decided to go with the Clippers. It felt like John Wall was rumored for the Knicks for a while. And then he played, what, 40 games and made $130 million? Yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: the Knicks have already done that with what uh, Kemba Walker with Jason Kidd I feel like I'm missing another one in that uh, Stefan Marbury like we've already gone through the older guards who aren't who they're supposed to be with the Knicks we don't have to add John Wall to that list if you're a Knicks fan Jamal somewhere is just poor Jamal sometimes they worry about him in the Knicks and what they've done to his poor stress over the last few months
0: Jamal is uh he actually he reached out to me not too long ago. We haven't had a, we haven't hung out and had a couple of drinks in a long time, a long long time. I, this this job thing is ridiculous. I, I need like I need like four less jobs. I think I only have three. Um, it, the the Knicks are bad. The Knicks are bad. But if they if they do if they bring in Kyrie, they're worse. Like somehow someone because like I know it's like oh no, he's not on the table anymore. No, he's on the table. There's a way. There's always a way. This is way where they'll pay him, just the way they paid everybody else. John, will, everybody who's ever, hey, you want to retire rich? Play for the next for five seconds. They'll they'll overpay you. Well,
1: you know who you don't have to overpay for it. That's Jared Lozier at North. Oh my East God, Nation. Jared Lozier. That's right. Five. Oh, All ginger. Nine, five, six. His, his website's ballginger.com. That's not his website. His That's email right. is J-A-R-E-D-L at nemail.com. He is saving you cash this summer. If you've been planning man, I mean, my buddies have been texting me about some of their vacations. They thought they were going to book this summer and then they saw the price. They're like, we're not going on vacation this year. Uh, maybe you could have gone on vacation if you saved some money throughout the year with your insurance policies on your car, your home, your small business, your monthly rates you're paying. You I mean never have shopped the market and figured out you actually could have been paying a lot less. Jared Lozier could have done that for you and can still do that for you. Email him today. Free quote. J-A-R-E-D-L at N E mail.com. Or text him. 518-956-3753. I'll go slow for you on this one. Yeah, so please you can write that. it down. Text him while you're listening to the podcast. Say, I want money, please. And I want to know
0: why you're a bald ginger. 518. 956. 956-3753. 3753.
1: 3753
0: if you use chunking for memory.
1: Are you offering 5% off if someone just texts us ginger? Is that what you've just done there? That's a ginger, okay. bald ginger. Jared, you can text me if that actually happens. Text <laughs> him,
0: text him. Does the carpet match the drapes?
1: 518-956-3753. Jared Lozier at Northeastern insurance. He wants to work with you. We promise you that. And yeah. after the abuse that poor man takes from us, uh-huh. that's the least he can do.
0: No, he's good. At, he's good. At his, he has to be good at his job. He has to be good at his job. July 10th, it.
1: Levesque. You could have no. him again. Uh,
0: no, I'm, I'm not golfing with him. The Hideaway. We golfed There's in a, a separate a tournament with him. So there was like the tournament was like, so the July 10th, the Wide World of Sports at the Cerro uh, League Golf Club, the the Hideaway. Um, that one, I, I golfed with all my friends from the Empire, which I, which I intend to do again this year because um, it's in a bye week and everything. And then there was another one later in the year that we golfed with him and he made it sound like he was tiger ginger woods and he was terrible um so i hit him in the balls with the golf club and now i've got brand new golf clubs i bought a, i bought a, a callaway driver i got golf shoes i will i'll put one of his nuts on the sun i will i'll do it if he, if he plays if if we golf with him and he plays as crap as he did last year what he as good as he is at insurance and saving you money He's that bad at golf, in my opinion. And his pants were way too tight, way too tight.
1: Uh, I've got some breaking
0: news here, sort of, kind of. Maybe okay, not really. I'm breaking um, wind.
1: Baker Mayfield is back in the news because today, as we taped this on a Tuesday evening, there's supposed to be some more details on the potential suspension of Deshaun Watson. The story came out a few days ago that the NFL was going to start that process. And the early reports said that the NFL is going to push for that word again today, indefinite suspension which some people have interpreted as that they're going to go for the full year. I feel like that's a classic PR move by the NFL because yeah. of, hey, let's say we're whatever. It's not going to get people pissed off at us. We'll say that number and then we'll see what right. like the climate is of the fan. OK, all right. No one's going to disagree with a non-number, but really harsh punishment. Uh, Baker Mayfield was at a charity event in Norman, Oklahoma, home of the Oklahoma Sooners, and was asked about potentially rekindling the relationship with the Cleveland Browns. Baker Mayfield said they have to reach out on their end, but both sides are ready to move on. So uh, He's still under he,
0: contract, isn't
1: he? Uh, he's got a right. Baker's played four years at the Browns. The team did opt in for that fifth-year team option. So, yes, he is under contract with the Browns this season.
0: Yeah, guess who doesn't have to reach out to you? The Browns. Because guess who you have to report to at some point? The Browns. Dude, um, here, here's Here's the situation. I actually think the best thing for Baker Mayfield would be to go somewhere else and to compete for a starting job. You know, I, I don't know you know exactly which one makes the most sense. Maybe Seattle, whatever. But historically speaking, Baker Mayfield is way better after he's been disrespected. You know, he walks, he, he he leaves Texas Tech. He walks on Oklahoma. He's a monster. Uh, he he you know even with the Browns, like he was. Well, you're not going to start for us. You're not ready. You're not going to start. He starts. He played pretty well. He, he's been disrespected right now. He goes to Seattle. Watch Seattle. Watch the Seahawks actually play pretty well with him, especially with a guy like Pete Carroll who knew how to bring along Russell Wilson. Everybody actually brought Russell Wilson was this like no doubt pick. He was a fourth freaking rounder. You know he he was he was not, you know he was not what you thought he was going to be. And and Pete Carroll brought him around the right way, and he had a lot more talent than people realized. I can see a Baker Mayfield doing really well. You know, and, and I don't know if the offensive line is good enough, but like that kind of thing where. If he's disrespected, he plays at a whole nother level.
1: It feels weird, too, for Baker in this spot because if Baker understands, and I think everybody does, you have to be Sherlock Holmes to figure out this is a lame duck situation. Like, they do not want him. He knows he doesn't want to be there. But because of the strange circumstance that is Deshaun Watson, six games, eight games, ten, whatever the number is, Baker would likely be at the starter. But Baker's going to have to make a decision here. You mentioned that he's going to have to report to the Browns because that's a sign of his paychecks. Is Baker just not going to show up? Is Baker just be like, look, um, I hate you guys. What you've done to me is disrespectful. I was your number one overall pick. I led you to your first playoff win in 20 years. Uh, I was the French. You know, whatever Baker's mindset is. Okay, I know you guys don't want me. I'm not going to go out there and get injured. I'm going to go get paid by somebody else. That sucks. He got suspended. I'm not showing up. Baker could do that. But like you said, that doesn't work in his favor because – it's an audition for six games, eight games to show how good he is. Or somebody could look at it and say it's the exact opposite. Baker could tank for those games and nobody would want him. But it seems as if the reputation now around Mayfield's he had a bad season in 2021. He was injured. We forget that, but he was. Right, but right. I, knowing Baker Mayfield's swagger is the way I'll describe it, I wouldn't put it past me it doesn't show up. I'd be like, wow, that sucks, dude. Watson got suspended. Who's going to play quarterback for you guys? Not me. I mean, you guys haven't called me. I'm not showing up. So that could be a wild storyline too. Baker might be like, "Nah, I'm good. Nah,
0: so he's gonna get hurt in the preseason. Just trade me. I'm good." I can't see. I mean, can you like not show up because you get fined too? Like yes. you get fined if you don't show up. So I don't. I think he. I could see him. Um, oh, man, I would show up. That's me though. I'm you know me. I'm a rule follower. That's what I do. Someone, Colin Coward's probably really like, he's got that endorsement
1: money to pay for that. He's doing enough commercials. Can't the commercials pay for him sitting out? Colin Coward hates him, though. Like,
0: legitimately <laughs> hates does, him. Does hate him.
1: Yeah, uh, for the New York connection to that storyline, too, I don't think any New York team. But we, we've tried to do that this spring if the Giants, Jets, or Bills. Unless an injury happens, he's not going to the New York team. He could have gone to Carolina. Like At this point, it's past the NFL draft. He's either sitting – or wow! Not just saying this out loud. I think he's. I don't know if he's actually. If I had to wager, if he's going to play week one, I'd say no. So I think yeah. Watson will get suspended, and Mayfield's like, oh, "I'm good." After these quotes today, he's like, "Nah, they can no, call me." Uh,
0: yeah, but, but they don't. Ha- Again, they don't have to call. They it, don't right? have to. Yeah. Right. I. I think if I think I think he plays, unless unless they're done with him, like unless they just don't want anything to do with him. But I don't know. I I think it's. I think the only way he doesn't play week one is if they've traded him or cut him, and I don't. I don't see those things happening, unless unless there's an offer out there that's just it's just too good. Like somebody can send you a like a Nick Foles type, you know, and a draft pick, and and they want him that bad. It's so like if something happens in the preseason where somebody gets hurt really bad, and a team is so close, I could see it then. But he's not he's not in that high of a demand. Like he's got it. He's got to play. Like he's to prove that he is what he thinks he is. Like we talked about, Aaron Judge saying that's what you do when you're the best player on the team. Baker Mayfield says that shit too, but he's not even close. He's like top six, seven, <laughs> right. eight. Uh, good
1: offer. We'll find out if it comes. Sometimes something's so good you can't say no to it, like a ring at Lillian David Ooh. Fine Jewelers. Uh-huh. Uh, we talked about that wonderful couple earlier. I think you said it was Jamie and Melody. Do we know if they went to Lillian David Fine Jewelers? I didn't get a good look at the ring. I didn't. Okay. Um,
0: well, if they was, want to be
1: friends with me. They need to make yeah. that right
0: decision. I mean, they seem like smart people, so I'm betting. I'm betting it was a Lillian David trip. And if it wasn't, I'll talk to them, and they'll start going to Lillian David. And, and then this amazing start will just continue to to just peak. They'll keep going. So Do I think that, that's, that's what it is.
1: That's right, Jimmy. You hear that? Go get the wedding band at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Two for one wedding band sale. That's amazing. Trust me, my man. That's going to come in handy. You can talk to my guy, David, about what the wedding plans might be going forward. Maybe you've got to get the the ring I didn't see how it fit on her finger. Maybe. Maybe you screwed it up. That's okay. Lily and David Fine Jewelers can help you for whatever it might be. Maybe you're celebrating that summer anniversary. Get her something wonderful. There at Route 50, the shops of Wilton's Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Awesome selection of jewelry there. I got to see it firsthand. I always joke about how they moved that stuff and how it happened and how I feel like they added up a lot more. I definitely did. And now you can find exactly what she wants. Route 50, shops of Wilton's Lily and David Fine Jewelers. I know from experience, here's my wedding band right there. Wedding season. I got some more coming up. Gotta make sure you're looking good. Lily and David Fine Jewelers, stop in. Tell me you heard about Gonza's story. Tell them Levac. Helped with the proposal at the Empire game, and now you're going to do the same thing at an Empire game, and you're proposed thanks that's to Lily. What, and you know David. What? Maybe Funk
0: that's that. maybe that's the deal. Maybe that's the deal. I am. I would be honored to officiate your marriage, your wedding, but only if I know you're making smart decisions, like going to Lily and David for your wedding bands. Like that's because I got you know I don't want to be a part of a bad marriage. So far, <laughs> is, I'm two for two on great marriages. I feel like this is
1: where the storyline of March comes back. Where like now you're going to start calling Alyssa, be like. We got another proposal for this home game. The guy's chickening out; he doesn't want to do it. Alyssa, we need you in the tunnel. <laughs> just
0: pull in like she's Eddie Brown in the limo, you know, like she's just She's like, "Listen, yeah. you're gonna get out there. But you do the right thing." No, it was that was that still was one of the cooler things. I was I was happy to be part of that. Have you heard the story? I like how like <laughs> a lovely lady, Le'Veon Bell versus Adrian Peterson, dude. This one, <laughs> I think you know how I feel about these these fights. I am so excited about this fight. Excited? I'm excited about this fight. I'm excited. We got two guys in great shape. We got Adrian Peterson, and he's going to hit somebody. He might be a kid. Could be Le'Veon Bell. We don't know. It's craziness. Le'Veon Bell. He's a rapper. He's got to get his street cred up. These guys are coming in swinging hands. They're ready. This is going to be fun. This isn't too over the hill frigging old farts trying to you know cash in one last time. These are two regular farts trying to cash in one last time. I'm excited. I think these are great athletes. This is going to be good. I'm ex- Oh, let's go. Throw some hands. Let's go.
1: Am I just missing the overall thought of why the fight game is changing? Like did I miss the memo? Maybe maybe what is happening now is that like you said, two in shape athletes are getting offered an opportunity to make a ton of money through yeah. YouTube and this new streaming service where it's like, "Okay, I'm in really good shape." I'm um, getting offered millions of dollars to fight. I think I can beat the guy I'm fighting. Why would I say no? I mean, maybe it's simple right. as that. Like the, the, the fight came to its core. Well, it's like
0: like we used our heads as battering rams for decades. It's a couple more hits for a couple more dollars. I mean, Adrian Peterson basically got canceled for beating his kid with a switch. Le'Veon Bell got robbed by naked women. I mean, these are these are these are things that that happen in these guys' lives. They're ready. This is exciting. I think what it comes down to, guys, is <laughs> we're off to- the, the, the robbery of the naked women, which some people might have forgot that. Oh, story. it's the best. <laughs> it's a great story. The best. They he you know, like chicks come over, they do the things, he goes to do whatever he's gonna do, and they leave with all this stuff. Uh, what were they what were they wearing? Nothing when I left. Um, <clears throat> here's here's the deal, right? You're a little younger, you don't remember celebrity Deathmatch on MTV, so it was a claymation show. Where like Madonna would fight Britney Spears or whatever. All these like these like mind-numbing matchups that you would, would never really happen. The world is such a shithole now that we can actually do it in real life. So so let's go. Let's go. Let's let's see let's see Le'Veon Bell versus Adrian Peterson. The winner takes on Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker would whoop both of them. Let's go. Let's just get it. Let's get it on. Yeah it goes back. Let's right. get it on. Let's get Mills Lane, I think. Mills Lane, that's one. Sorry, I knew it was one of those names. White people look oh, like to me, although less miles would have been
1: hysterical doing that yeah. as well. He should have been the if he didn't get canceled, he probably would have been the next mm. Corso and he would have been screaming those things at random yeah, College grass. campuses. He should be
0: back too. Like, what did miles. you think? What did you think of him? I mean, come on, would you? Oh, he eats grass, there's no way he's a frigging nut job. <laughs> Why did 20,
1: 30 years ago, athletes not constantly fight each other in exhibition boxing bouts for large stacks of money? Because there was no forum to do it. It was either you were going to fight for boxing on television. There was just no platform to do this on.
0: Well, not just that. You you were above it. Yeah. You were above it. Like you didn't, there were certain things you didn't do when you were a legitimate athlete, a legitimate star. You didn't fight people unless you were a fighter. You didn't go on Howard Stern unless you were a stripper or or a coked out comedian. Like you didn't do this. The world has changed. Like it just I gotta get clicks. Well, you know what gets clicks? Fights. Get in there, throw some hands. Let's go. Let's get it on. Ray Rice is gonna is gonna fight the winner. It's gonna be awesome.
1: No, no, no. You wouldn't want to see it. You wouldn't want to see it. He actually could sell some pay-per-views. I think that yeah. stigma is still around. He's, him, yeah. he's like
0: Greg Hardy. It's like yeah, Greg well. Hardy is either going to give you a show and and beat somebody up, knock somebody out, or you're going to watch a, a just a, a sack of of excrement get knocked out. You, you can't lose. It's a win-win situation for you.
1: He really could do that, man. Like oh, these guys, nice. I I got to go back to the Paul brothers because one of the Pauls, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's Jake. Which one, Jake?
0: is younger Tommy
1: Fury at Madison Square Garden. Yep, you, got it. you got it. Yeah. You got it. Tommy Fury, the younger brother of Tyson Fury, of course, the heavyweight champion. So, like, right. these guys started this trend. And, look, I know there's been celebrity boxing before. Now there's a huge bet between it.
0: Tyson and, and Jake Paul, too. Yes. So if it's creating
1: <laughs> if it's creating revenue and those guys are getting paid, they can go out
0: and do it. Wasn't Nate yeah. Robinson getting knocked down by him? of the Pauls? Oh. And all that. L- yeah, shit. that was Jake Paul again. Um, and, again, that, that was stupid because, you know, Nate obviously didn't want to be there but These guys are serious. Why the hell not? Go get it. Get you some. Your career's over as a, as a football player until the next time somebody's dumb enough to pay you. Go go punch each other in the head for my enjoyment. I'm fine with it. I'm the Emperor. July let's go. July 30th is when that foot is scheduled. So set your You're YouTube gonna, watch it. You're gonna watch it. will. What else? Do we know what else is on that card?
1: Uh actually, I did have something else on that card. Hang on. There is another like marketable fighter that is on that card. Give me like Oh man, like, I'm kicking myself that I don't know this off the top of my head.
0: But it's I mean
1: swaggy you, p. That's all
0: right.
1: Swaggy on. P. The Nick guy Young from is on the, the guy from Big know. Brother. That's of course Swaggy C. Oh. Which one's Swaggy P? Nick Young used to date Iggy Azalea. Remember the one who was on Snapchat and I love Iggy Azalea.
0: Don't that that was one of the
1: early Wolf Levesque and Wolf practice segments where uh you guys had to talk about swaggy p and the Snapchat of uh, who is D'Angelo Russell was taping oh, him, and that's why the marriage oh, broke up. Yeah, oh. now you're getting
0: back. He's fighting Blueface. What's his real what name? Nick, Nick Young. Nick, Nick Young. Young. Okay, I thought you said Nick Cannon for a second. Nick Young. Oh, he's another idiot. He's fighting who? Blueface. Who the hell is Blueface? What the fuck is Blue? the Blue Men? Uh, men I, are? I, I, I gotta be honest, I'm not. Yes,
1: I don't know. <laughs> Somebody tell me is it Blueface from the Blue Man group? I'm actually not sure who Blueface Blueface is a American rapper, is what my first Google search is coming up fighting the former LA Lakers and NBA champion Nick Young.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I'm a little more excited about the other one. Le'Veon Bell versus Adrian Peterson. You're not excited Blueface. about Blueface? Blue balls? I'm not excited about those either. Now you really want to get the ratings blackface. Have them fight somebody in blackface. Then people are going to tune in. That's an hatred. You get to fight hatred in its own. You fight hatred in one of its purest forms. That's a win. Right you know now. that man?
1: There's a match from WrestleMania. I think it's like WrestleMania six. Roddy five, Piper, maybe. Roddy race. Piper. You knew it. Yeah. yeah. Junkyard Dog, maybe.
0: Yeah. It, there was. Like, I can't remember the reason too. They they tried to like justify it. Roddy Piper was an was an odd dude. Did you ever like hear about the way he grew up and everything? He was basically homeless. Yeah. Like a whole night. Like Roddy, man.
1: He played a character on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia that's I think not that far off of his life. He actually was a wrestler on the show for he you know, was only a couple episodes.
0: It also um, was it they or they live where you know he has special sunglasses and he can see aliens and then he fights them and he drops the famous line of I came here to uh, you know kick ass and chew bubblegum and I'm all out of bubblegum. Yeah, those some of the best stuff you will see from Mr. Piper.
1: There's no segue into Johnstone Supply in Troy. We hope that this summer it's getting hot. I think it's... Roddy
0: Piper, if he was still here, would love Johnstone Supply. I think so too. I think it'd be one of the better decisions he made in his life.
1: <laughs> Shout out to our guy George, and Tom, and our guy Don. Everybody over there, Johnstone Supply in Troy. If you're sweating, if you're in your house just sweating, and wondering why am I uh, constantly yeah. sweating?
0: Time to get. McCarthy, he outnerded you. Roddy Piper versus Bad News Brown. Thank you. With Ryan. the ghetto
1: blaster kick,
0: that's the to the, the back of the head.
1: Johnstone Supply and Troy is here to help you stop sweating. Get that new AC unit by calling them today at 518-272-5922. 518 272 Or visit them 6th Avenue and Troy. We love to support people like Johnstone Supply and Troy have been rolling with us since this podcast venture started. We hope that you can roll with them this summer to stay cool. And if you're looking for a change, whatever it might be, Johnstone Supply and Troy can help you. Always some great prices for summer projects in store. If you're looking to just buy some tools or for some upgrades around your home, Johnstone Supply and Troy is the place to go on. Sixth Avenue, stop in on the weekday, say hello to everybody. Great crew there. 518-272-5922. That is Johnstone Supply and Troy. Check them out on Facebook as well, Johnstone Supply, Troy and Y. Well, back guys, guys of the media, happy to have these guys as partners. Love Johnstone Supply and Troy. Love I should, I should them. I the love them. I love you guys the end.
0: It's true. It's true. It's it, like the, the longer I go without seeing Tom from over there, the more I like him. Um, so there's that.
1: <laughs> I've got a baseball one to lead off QA and to end the day today.
0: I just got a random cigar laying on the floor over here. Okay.
1: You, you pick up the cigar. Uh, Jared oh, W. Olivia, no
0: less. Yeah, that's a good cigar.
1: Jared W. has this one. Not Jared Lozier. Jared, Jared has W. Jared W. Should more people be pissed off about Max Scherzer complaining how he doesn't want to pitch in Binghamton? He basically is calling out the minor league system and saying, I don't want to be here. Are you guys okay with that? Yeah. Yeah, me too.
0: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, dude, you worked your whole life to not be a minor league pitcher and then you don't want to go there. Like, remember when the Blue Jays had to start playing in Buffalo and they were like, everybody was like, Oh, it's not these these fields are not up to major league standards? They're not. That's it. I mean, they're not. It's just a, like, why would you be one of the highest paid players in, in the whole game and go, you know what? I'm feeling pretty good about being a rumble pony for a day or two. Not just, he knows how to get back. Just let him go back. Like If I'm a Mets fan, whatever it takes to get him on the field. If he says he can get out of Citi Field faster with not going there, good. That's your deal.
1: Max Scherzer is a Hall of Famer. Max Scherzer is one of, it's him and Clayton Kershaw of the last 15 years. Verlander, yeah, yeah, Scherzer's probably making it. he was a top three pitcher the last 15 years in baseball. If he says he doesn't want to pitch for the Binghamton Rumble Ponies, he said that in the postgame press conference. I don't want to be a Rumble Pony. Okay, he doesn't. Like, what do we think he wanted to put the city of Binghamton over? Like, I love being here. I'm. I just feel like minor league baseball fans, most of the rational ones, get what it is. Like, it's no. J. You know the problem is,
0: You know the problem is, if it's good enough for Tebow, it's good enough for you. Okay. <laughs> Tebow knows God.
1: What <laughs> about that same comparison too? I'm like, yeah, Tebow. Yeah, Tebow hit one. You hate Tebow, oh, we'll you, hate, you hate Tebow. I'm glad that circus act ended. I wonder if like the, the history books will tell us the reason Tebow didn't make the majors because of COVID. Like COVID. You know, if COVID didn't hit, Tebow would have been in the big leagues.
0: Stunk. Uh, is a D.H. I mean, to this day, I am still shocked that he did not end up in the pros at all. I thought just for sheer gimmick of it all. Because how many times was he in the Mets farm system when they had nothing to play for? I would have brought him up to sell tickets. F yeah, uh, let's go. Let him let him have one at bat. I don't care. Pinch head for a pitcher. There you go, everybody. There's Tim Tebow, everybody. See you they later. Should start,
1: they should start signing Blueface to sell tickets then, if they're going to keep doing that. I don't know what,
0: what Blueface is. I don't. I don't. I don't know what Blueface is. I I've got
1: two, re- two things you don't know what the hell they are. I got two references here. Uh, Ryan dropped this one. Well, Upstate Sports Edge now have a giant neon sign that says like the George Michael Sports Machine. I have no idea what that is.
0: Yeah, Ryan's got like deep pulls. Like, Ryan is, he, he's he got a lot going on. He's got a lot, a lot going on in Ryan's head. I don't, I'm almost guaranteeing you there's like small skeletons under Ryan's house. I don't know, animals, children, whatever. They're there. They're there. I'll put money on it.
1: I love this one from Corey, who just wrote yeah. in. I heard on the Peter Burns, you don't have to, you know, I'm not going to give that guy a shout out. I heard on a Sunday morning show that an NCAA football video game is coming out next summer. Are you interested? Uh, Corey, I have a piece coming out in two weeks from Matt Brown. If you really care about the video game, there's a guy named Matt Brown and Dimitri Ravenos who are doing unbelievable work on this research. Like uh this is this is pretty cool, by the way, for a Capital Region Connection. According to the reports, you albany football is going to be in the game. Um so if well, you want to play my, the NCAA my first, football game, yeah. Go my ahead.
0: first question to you is Is Matt Brown married to Ron Rousey? <laughs> No, he's not. He's not. Oh, are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure that you booked a Matt Brown on my show once. Told me he was married to Ron and Rousey, and just minutes before we went on the air. I was like, that dude's not married to Ron and Rousey," And I had to change all the questions. Pretty live, sure. Live at five fifteen. Track time. It's like 5.12. I go, that's not the right dude. I think it's like a Travis or something, isn't it? And you're like, no, 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 it's fine. I'm like, no, nah, not fine. Not the same Matt Brown. No? Different guy? Okay. A different Matt Brown who works
1: for extra points. So, Corey, Albany is scheduled to be in the game. All FCS teams are scheduled to be a part of this. Uh, I hope
0: Gattuso is on the sideline. Just a pissed off looking Greg Gattuso with his dogs next to him. Bruno and Blitz just walking on the sideline.
1: they got to clear all that stuff. I guess that's like the biggest hurdle, Corey, is the two parts. One is to get all the stadium rendering, which I assume oh. is really hard. So it's like 150 stadiums they have to render so that's It's taking so long. And uh I the extra points.
0: Gotta n- name, image, and likeness. That's different because yeah. remember, they could do it before because before the Obanon sued, NCAA was like, No, it's not really you. And Obandins uh, sued for hoops because it was it was clearly them. It was their number, they looked like them, That everything like that. That's I wonder if you have to make a deal with everybody's in the game.
1: So the rumor is that these schools have to sign like a piece of paper that says like Notre Dame – well, Notre Dame's not a good example like uh, because Notre Dame has their own thing, but – Oklahoma. Oklahoma Oklahoma. has to sign that lets everybody who's potentially in the game get a cut of whatever that is. Like, hey, we're going to give you a certain price of it. But what's cool is that – like should be like five cents. Yeah. So like let's say you're the walk-on though. You don't know who they're going to put in the game. So they might put like like you said, wide receiver 89 – Hey, it's the freshman. They screwed it up. <laughs> I'm getting paid. Let's go! Like, right? That's Here's the big check game. for six dollars. Yep. And the other thing, Corey, because I know you're a video game guy, the biggest thing they've said is you cannot edit the roster because everyone's like, "Well, why don't you just don't pay the players? You put all the numbers like Levac said. Just put like fake numbers uh, I'll in, make,
0: and I'll make my own.
1: Exactly right. People will just All four will own stuff. Or I'll be on my team. You Albany football will be in it. Union football will be in it. People can just load it. People figured that's too easy to get through that loophole, which, darn it, because I definitely would have done that.
0: All right. I don't have any questions. I don't have anything else as well. I think it's a nice way to close off because I like talking about an NCAA video game. I know you're excited. I'm trying to think. The next next video game I'm super excited for, I know there's another God of War coming. That's what I'm excited about. I love God of War. It's a great game. It's very violent. It's fun. A little mythology mixed in there. It's good. It's good times. I love Uh, my
1: child, but I would give a lot to play a video game again. You have kids like that, that's – it's like movies, TV shows, and video games, like what you do in your leisure time, your downtime, those things are gone. But you only play sports video games, right? Yeah, I'm so bad at first player shooter games. And like the old, there's rumors of the old golden eyes coming back. Like I used to hide in the bathroom because I just get I was just so awful at them. All my friends this, were great. Terrible. Does your kid
0: like Disney? Yes. There's a video game called Kingdom Hearts. It seems very nerdy, but it's all Disney characters and it's an adventure game. If You play it. He might think you're a he might think he's watching a movie with Donald and Goofy and all that stuff. You might be right. looking away with it. You might be looking, And then if he starts liking that, maybe you can get him to get away with, you know, watching you play a little NCAA or something.
1: He's a maybe. big Spider-Man guy. I know Spider-Man had a video game out a couple of years ago.
0: Spider-Man games are hard though. Those uh, are difficult. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of those. Not at all. Uh, let me see. I got a little advice for everybody. A little advice. Uh, stop taking advice from fat guys who are doing a show in front of a bookshelf. That's what I have for you. That's my advice today. And, and watch Upstate Sports Edge, wherever the hell they put it.